From Brennan to the Boca Chill, from Lamy to La Push, and from the lordly Sawduck to lovely Duckabush. From Samish to Sammamish, Suquamish to Quillacine, the climate is so friendly, it's a land that's evergreen. Hello, and welcome to the History of the Evergreen State podcast. I'm your host, John C., and thank you for joining me today for episode 29, Garfield County's Pomeroy. Pomeroy is the county seat of Garfield County, Washington's least populous of its 39 counties. The town is located in the Pataha Valley in the southeastern part of the Evergreen State, an agricultural region predominantly devoted to dry land wheat, barley, and grass seed production, as well as cattle and sheep ranching. It had 1,515 residents in 2009 out of a total of 2,400 in all of Garfield County. Pomeroy is 1,850 feet above sea level and receives an average of 17 inches of rain per year. Pomeroy also happens to be Garfield County's only incorporated town. The Nez Perce and other Aboriginal peoples use the Nez Perce Trail to travel through the area near the eventual town of Pomeroy. The trail began in Wallula in Walla Walla County and terminated about seven miles west of what would become Pomeroy in Garfield County. The trail ran east to near Pomeroy, then east to the Assateague County line, nearly paralleling today's U.S. Highway 12. The trail then continued east, across the Rockies, and into the Great Plains. Captain B.L.E. Bonneville, on behalf of the United States government, surveyed the area in 1834. On the 8th of December, 1864, Joseph and Martha Pomeroy established a stagecoach station at Pataha Creek, which is now the site of downtown Pomeroy. During the 1860s and 1870s, Pomeroy's station, often known as Palms, served food that was prepared by Martha for weary stage travelers. Pomeroy also had a farmer who raised cattle as well. Later, Martha Pomeroy St. George recalled, Our house became the famous stopping place on the road between Walla Walla, Washington and Lewiston, Idaho. When the travel was heavy, we made some money, and when the travel was light, I had to work outdoors milking cows, making gardens, and all kinds of hard work. My little children almost raised themselves, taking care of the baby and helping me in many ways. Work, always thinking of how to make nice things to eat for the traveling public and how to keep expenses paid. When the Pomeroys came, the surrounding area was rather sparsely populated. Along the creek, Parson Quinn and his family lived, as did a number of native ranchers, including Tamutsu, also called Chief Timothy. By the early 1870s, Palms and Joseph Pomeroy's spread had become a center for other settlers looking to start up farming and the growing of grain. Early residents planted locust trees, which offered shade and softened the settlement's previously harsh visual characteristics as they matured. In what would become Garfield County, there was an estimated 200 farms by 1875. On the 28th of May, 1878, Joseph Pomeroy, Martha Pomeroy, Benjamin Day, and Minnie Day submitted the town of Pomeroy's townsite plat. A hotel, store, livery stable, blacksmith shop, and brewery were among some of the businesses that had opened there by May of 1879. Joseph Pomeroy and William C. Potter built a flouring mill in 1877 powered by the rushing water of Pataha Creek. The miller would be Benjamin Day. The mill had a granite stone and was a two-story frame structure. Local farmers were overjoyed to have a mill so nearby and the mill was soon up and running 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 
Residents swam in the mill pond, which developed at the end of the flume that carried water several hundred yards from the creek to the mill throughout the warm summer months. The mill was sold multiple times before it burned down in 1903. A three-story mill was built nearer the town's core, producing Pomeroy's Blue Mountain Flour. This building, which was no longer producing flour but was being utilized as a warehouse and feed company at the time, was again destroyed in a fire in July of 1950. On the 3rd of February, 1886, the Washington Territorial Legislature incorporated the town of Pomeroy through a legislative act. Residents of the town later voted on the 28th of May, 1917, to rearrange their municipal structure by incorporating as a third-class city. Pataha City, a small village about three miles east of Pomeroy, was chosen as the interim county seat when the Washington Territorial Assembly founded Garfield County on the 29th of November, 1881. Pataha City, Pomeroy, Asseton City, and Mentor, a little city north of Pataha City that only lasted for a few years in the 1880s, all vied for the title of permanent county seat in a special election that was held on the 9th of January, 1882. Pomeroy triumphed, but the people of Pataha City disputed the victory in court. As a result, Garfield County went more than two years without a legal county seat, although the county business was conducted at Pomeroy during this time. The county seat was established in Pomeroy by the Washington Territorial Legislature in 1883, but it could not be implemented due to a clerical error. Garfield County's territory representative made an almost incredible petition to the United States Congress. The U.S. House of Representatives enacted a bill on the 13th of May, 1884 to correct the flaws in the Territorial County Seat Bill. The measure was approved by the U.S. Senate, making Pomeroy the legal county seat of Garfield County for all time. As a result, Garfield County became the only county in the Evergreen State to have its county seat designated by an act of Congress. The Garfield County Courthouse was built in 1901 and was designed by Albany, Oregon architect Charles Burgriff in the Queen Anne style. This building, which used stone quarried from Valentine Ridge near the Snake River, replaced an older wooden construction that was destroyed by fire in 1900. One of only 20 such cited justice statues in the country, the courthouse clock tower is topped with a statue of justice that does not wear the conventional blindfold. In 1974, the Garfield County Courthouse would be designated as a National Historical Landmark. In 1887, the Pomeroy Improvement Company was formed, and soon thereafter, a water system would be erected to provide water for irrigation and fire protection purposes. By 1888, the city of Pomeroy bought this water system, which included a big reservoir, and quickly began to expand it. Pomeroy's fire department would be formed on the 23rd of July, 1887, and its first big fire occurred on the 6th of February, 1890, followed by another in 1898. A fire that started accidentally in a saloon on the 18th of July, 1900, quickly spread and destroyed about half of the town's business sector. Pomeroy businesses immediately rebuilt, though, this time with brick. It's important to note here that half of the damage the town sustained from this fire was not covered by insurance. By 1903-1904, Pomeroy residents were finally given in-home access to flowing water, which was flowed by springs rather than Pataha Creek, which was deemed unfit for human consumption. Pomeroy later built a municipal sewer system in 1912, which allowed the town to progressively phase out the cesspool system that had previously managed its waste. 
In January of 1886, the Oregon Railroad and Navigation Company, a subsidiary of the Union Pacific Railroad, completed a line from Starbuck in Columbia County to Pomeroy. Pomeroy became the Union Pacific Railroad's greatest grain shipping hub by the year 1946. This route between Starbuck and Pomeroy would be abandoned by eight. This route between Starbuck and Pomeroy would be abandoned by the railroad company in 1981, and the lines were removed by 1986. And at the end of 1988, a 13-block linear park filled with flowers and trees was dubbed Centennial Boulevard in honor of the Evergreen State Centennial in 1989. The former Union Pacific Depot was recently being used as office space. In 1900, the City Council of Pomeroy approved funding to purchase land for a civic park. The area was developed during the next few years on the south side of the creek. The ground was cleared of brush, leveled, and trees were planted to give cooling shade, joining the native black willows already existing there. A children's playground, swimming pool, and a golf course were eventually added over time. In 1904, the Tucannon Power Company established hydroelectric equipment on the Tucannon River, erected poles, and ran wire to the town, bringing electricity to Pomeroy for the very first time. In that same year, the town received telephone service. In 1916, Pomeroy's main street was paved, which was truly a sign that the small town was on the up and up. This was followed by other main thoroughfares Pomeroy's youth won the struggle for a community swimming pool in 1922 after years of pushing the city government. The project was funded in part by the American Legion, the Ladies Civic Improvement Club, and the Garfield County Pioneers. The pool's water source was Cosgrove Spring, which was jointly owned by the city and the Ladies Civic Improvement Club, along with the surrounding acreage. Pomeroy residents voted in November of 1912 to make the selling of alcohol illegal in the city three years before statewide prohibition was adopted. Bootleggers went to work right away, but Pomeroy saw a great opportunity to use this illicit activity to the town's benefit. Bootleggers who were convicted were put to work building county roads. The Civilian Conservation Corps, the Triple C's, erected an expansion to the high school and developed the golf course during the Great Depression of the 1930s. In July of 1942, the Blue Mountain Cannery in Pomeroy opened, canning peas, which had lately become a major Garfield County crop. For nearly two decades, Blue Mountain processed peas for the Jolly Green Giant name. Blue Mountain was closed in October of 1960, mainly due to rising freight rates and stagnating pea prices. In November of 1960, the Robert Dye Seed Ranch bought the former Blue Mountain Cannery site and plant and began processing bluegrass seed. Within three years, it had grown to become one of the country's largest bluegrass seed processors. The Denny Ashby Library is housed in a brick house that was built in 1909 on a quiet residential street. John Denny Ashby, often known as Denny, a Pomeroy native and grandson of Oregon pioneer John Fletcher Denny, who was a brother of Seattle founders David and Arthur Denny, was honored with the library's name. Denny Ashby drowned at Fire Island, New York during a failed attempt to save his fiancée from drowning while on vacation from his studies at New York Homeopathic Medical College. Denny Ashby's mother, Mary Denny Ashby, gave her home to the city of Pomeroy in her will, which now serves as the library. The library opened in 1928 and was run by the Civic Club until 1935. 
the county leased the building from the city, and a library board was formed. Half of the structure was utilized as the librarian's living quarters until 1999. The Seattle firm Caldwell Architects refurbished the library in 2002-2003. As of 2010, it housed about 10,000 books and multimedia items. Local families established a modest one-room school for smaller children soon after the establishment in Pomeroy. Pomeroy then constructed a school in 1892 and expanded it in 1905. Pomeroy High School first opened its doors in 1916 and a new structure would be built 20 years later in 1936. In 1981, that structure would be demolished and replaced. The combined enrollment of Pomeroy Elementary, Pomeroy Junior High, and Pomeroy High School is about 407. The pirate is the school's mascot, though exactly how it relates to Pomeroy is beyond me. Pomeroy's first church, Holy Rosary, was founded in 1878. The initial church structure, which was completed in 1880, was blown down in an intense windstorm that very same year. It would be promptly rebuilt, but in 1916, a new church structure was constructed. Fraternal orders, with their combined benefits of fellowship and communal infrastructure, have been a significant part of Pomeroy's history since its founding. The Masonic Evening Star Lodge, number 30, was chartered in 1879 and a Royal Arch Chapter was founded in 1886. The Pomeroy Chapter of the Odd Fellows was curated in 1879 and the Rebecca Lodge in 1888. Pomeroy's Woodmen of the World Branch was founded in 1892, followed by a Women of Woodcraft Chapter. Beginning in 1884, the Women's Christian Temperance Union, the WCTU, had a chapter in Pomeroy. The WCTU operated a free reading room for the convenience of local inhabitants, in addition to lobbying for temperance and temperance living. Prior to 1919, the Women's Civic Club, also known as the Ladies' Civic Improvement Club, supported Pomeroy's civic maturation by monitoring initiatives including street lighting, public drinking fountains, park improvements, and public cleanup days, which we should bring back now. I'm totally in favor of that. Everybody take a day off and clean up the streets, as dangerous as that would be. On the 4th of May, 1907, the Pomeroy Local Number 10 branch of the Farmers Union, a nationwide farmers organization founded in 1902, was formed. Members formed a warehouse firm the next year and curated a 50 by 400 foot warehouse with a 200,000 bushel capacity. According to Lyman's History of Old Walla Walla County, published in 1918, this warehouse has stored the grain of members and corrected many abuses of the grain storage business of Pomeroy, materially reduced the price of handling sacks, coal, posts, etc., and, a, and in a general way has been a benefit to every farmer in Garfield County. The final two dams erected as part of the Lower Snake River Project, the Little Goose Dam, which was built between June of 1963 and March of 1970, and the Lower Granite Dam, completed between July of 1965 and February of 1975, expanded Pomeroy's population and encouraged its economy. Pomeroy lies roughly 15 miles southwest of Lower Granite Dam and 20 miles southeast of Little Goose Dam, However, by the 1980s, this brief boom had worn off and Pomeroy's population, like that of the rest of Garfield County, was on the decline. 
Today, Pomeroy is home to a thriving historic preservation community dedicated to preserving and enjoying the town's architectural and cultural treasures. The downtown Pomeroy Historic Zone is a 13.7-acre, eight-block district bordered on the east by 10th Street, the south by Columbia Street, the west by 6th Street, and the north by Main Street, which is U.S. Highway 12. The majority of the structures in the historic district were built between 1887 and 1953. The downtown Pomeroy Historic District was added to the National Register of Historic Places on the 21st of August, 2003. The Sealy Theater, which is located at 67 7th Street, was built in 1913 to replace Burlingham Hall, a nearby wood frame theater. Edwin W. Hofton, who also designed Seattle's original Opera House, Moore Theater, and Majestic Theater, the Spokane Theater and Clemmer Theater, and Bellingham's Beck Theater, designed the Sealy. The Sealy was remodeled in the 1950s to accommodate a cinemascope screen, while the lobby was refurbished sometime in the 60s. The Sealy had discontinued operations by the late 1960s, though, and the facility was converted into a refrigeration and repair business. The building would be purchased by private investors in 1980, and it was utilized for movies and events on an irregular basis after that. The Sealy was purchased by the nonprofit Pomeroy Community Center on the 31st of December 2009, and a complete restoration was planned. The original hand-painted advertising screen that was used to curtain the stage and advertise local companies is still on display at the theater to this day. Farmers in this fertile wheat-growing region are served by Pomeroy's agricultural products, western dress, and chemical supply businesses, as well as the Pomeroy Grain Growers Cooperative. Pomeroy's attractive 19th-century Main Street and tranquil small-town charm encourage visitors, as does its accessibility to outdoor activities on the Snake River and in the Blue Mountains. The town's pioneer legacy is valued and celebrated by residents who preserve and restore historic stores, homes, and farms. The federal government, Garfield County, the Pomeroy School District, Garfield County Memorial Hospital, and the Dice Seed Ranch are all major employers in Pomeroy. If you've never been, I recommend it. It's worth at least driving through and checking out, and the Snake River is fun to play in, as long as you're careful, and the Blue Mountains are fun to hike in. I've only done it once, but it's pretty fun, and it's a beautiful area. It's hot as balls in the summer and equally as cold in the winter, but if you can catch it at the right time and the right temp, it is gorgeous. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a five-star review, and don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss a new episode. Sources for this episode include Lyman's History of Old Walla Walla County Embracing Walla Walla, Columbia, Garfield, and Assetton Counties, Volume 1 by William Dennison Lyman, The History of Garfield County by E.V. Kukendall, Pomeroy, A Thumbnail History by Paula Becker at HistoryLink.org, Exploring Washington's Past, A Road Guide to History by Ruth Kirk and Carmela Alexander, the Yakima Valley Genealogical Society, the Klickitat County Historical Society, Washington Rural Heritage, the Pomeroy Historic Preservation website, and the National Register of Historic Places. Thank you for listening to Episode 29, Garfield County's Pomeroy. Episode 30 will be released next week. A special thank you goes out to Alan Hirsch for providing the music for the podcast. If you have any questions about the show or just want to chat or have an episode idea, please contact History of the Evergreen State Pod at gmail.com. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the History of the Evergreen State podcast. And until next time, I'm your host, John C. There's peace on the Skokomish, on the Queets and on the Hull. There's calm on the Nisqually, born of ageless ice and snow. A land that nature loves so much, she stays the whole year round. I trade a royal palace for a shack on Puget Sound. There's Chimicum and Stillicum, where spouts the gooey duck. The singing Stilliguamish and the swirling Skookum Chuck. And Moclips and Copalis, where the razor clams abound. A little bit of heaven is a shack on Puget Sound. A little bit of heaven is a shock on Puget Sound.